Hey everyone, this is your host Kathleen and I'm so excited that you're joining me today. I'm here to bring you another episode of Chat with Kath. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. I feel really inspired and energetic today and I'm really excited to be talking to you guys about some of the things that I've been thinking about, realizing, lessons I've learned. I think that podcasting for me is kind of like journaling out loud. It's sharing these little bits and fragments of things I've learned and lessons and things I've been thinking about that have come to different realizations about and things just really connect in very weird ways and that's why I think that I would recommend journaling and I don't think that you have to journal every day if you're not the type of person i know that i don't like this sort of stuff like journal every single day about something you're grateful about something that you're looking to accomplish i don't like that sort of journaling i think it's just very like rigid and i like having freedom and i don't think that you have to journal every day but i like to write i don't know really what you call what i write i write like poems kind of like inspirational things on the note section of my phone and sometimes I write about feelings my feelings because it's like too much to process in my mind so I write it out so I would definitely just suggest getting an outlet for you whether that's podcasting um, doing a YouTube channel journaling running like the point of these activities is to really just release your emotions and release your feelings and get some clarity so i hope that this episode helps you in any way and you can relate to the things that i'm talking about so without further ado let's just get right on into it have you ever wanted to start a podcast but have had no idea how to go about doing it well i was in that same boat so i typed onto the app store podcast app and it came back with Anchor. Now, Anchor advertised itself to be the easiest way to make a podcast, which I was skeptical about at first because is anything really easy nowadays? But Anchor proved itself to really be easy. I downloaded the app for free. I went on, recorded myself talking, I added music, and bam, my podcast was published. And Anchor distributes your podcast for free to Spotify. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and plenty of other platforms. Also, there is no minimum listenership, so you can start gaining money and revenue as soon as one person listens to your podcast, which is amazing. So if you have any desire to start a podcast, I would say to go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Alright, so I first want to start off talking about why I feel so inspired and full of life and energized even more than normal. And that is because I had therapy this morning. And after a therapy appointment, it hits different. It hits different that moment when you walk out of the door and you're like, oh my god. If people only knew what that felt like, I feel like they would think differently of therapy and what I mean by this is that therapy and mental health talking about it it's becoming more acceptable it's becoming more normal to go to therapy and struggle with your mental health it's becoming more normal but there is a stigma still of course and so when you tell people that you go to therapy or you're wanting to go to therapy 
people may say things like, oh my god, like, why? You need to go to therapy? For what? What happened? Like, you have a mental illness? Are you crazy? Like, what what happened to you? Like, I think you're normal. You're fine. Like, you don't need to go. And, you know, therapy has this really bad rep to some people. And it's like, oh. Or people may say passing comments speaking of therapy in like a negative light like oh my god he needs to go see somebody he needs to go see a therapist and i think that it seems innocent it seems innocent to say oh my god my ex needs therapy like he seriously like oh my god like he needs help he needs to go talk to someone i've never liked that phrase like you need to go talk to someone because i think that it's like so it carries a negative stigma with it it's like this negative connotation so I think that people are scared of what they don't know and I think it's really ignorant to think that someone has to have a mental illness to go to therapy, that they have to be crazy to go to therapy, that they had to have something quote-unquote happen because yes, it's multiple things happening. It's really everything happening. The reason why people seek therapy and therapy is something that literally everyone can benefit from there is not one person who does not need therapy like literally everybody could benefit from therapy and it's a requirement that in grad school if you're becoming a mental health counselor if you're in that sort of field in your master's program you have to go see a therapist if you haven't before because it's so important to know what it feels like to be a patient and even in this field of psychology it's so 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 recommended that mental health professionals no matter what that looks like if you're a mental health professional you should really be in therapy it's a really good idea and people get weirded out by that they're like well therapists can fix their own stuff can't they no that's not how it works like you'd think so right because you know they can just therapize themselves and some therapize themselves sorry and they'll be good but you don't have an objective look at yourself and you need an other to look at yourself and so i think that there's a shame element of kind of being someone that's taking care of people like a therapist or someone like that and also going to therapy yourself that people kind of want to put on you and I don't think that's right because like I said everybody needs it so what brought me and I guess I'm talking about this for a while I guess because I'm just kind of getting into my journey and story but why not let's ramble a little bit so i have always been someone that's been really self-aware i guess that would be one of my strengths i am so self-aware i think about my feelings i think about my thoughts i check in on myself almost too much i am very aware of what i'm feeling how other people make me feel and I'm very in tune with what I'm doing right and what I need to work on. And like, I'm very self-aware. And I've also been someone who has always struggled with life, really. I am very, very emotional and I'm very, very sensitive. I care what people think and I'm a people pleaser. <laughs> and it 
got to a point it's gotten gotten to a point recently where it's gotten really really bad and I think that some people have a temperament and a personality certain factors about them that make it really hard that make like everything really hard and I don't just because you go to therapy it doesn't mean you have to have a mental illness some people just struggle because of who they are it makes life really really hard and life can be really really hard especially if you're fragile if you're sensitive if you are overreactive oversensitive and so those are the kinds of things that i struggle with and so things become really really hard when you're that type of person so i think that therapy is so validating the point of therapy is not to have somebody fix you because nobody can do that as much as you want to think that a boyfriend a friend your mom your dad your pet like is going to come and save you and fix all your issues it's never going to happen the point of therapy is to have a warm presence that listens to you that is non-judgmental and a therapist doesn't fix you you work with a therapist to recognize what you need help with and they challenge you they challenge your thoughts because a lot of therapy is about realizing that the way that your mind thinks there's a lot of cognitive distortions and those are just that's just a big fancy word for like things a lens that you think through that is like not even right and it's so hard to explain the realizations that you make in therapy but you really do realize that the way that you think about the world and yourself it's like all distorted and diluted and it's like to realize things i just can't even put it in any other words it is so life-changing and i never not want to be in therapy because there are always things that you should want to improve on there are always things that you can do to be better and there are always going to be problems and i like going and talking and figuring things out and realizing things it's the best feeling ever and i think the reason why therapy feels so good is because it releases the burden for me one of my biggest problems that is eating me up now is how people perceive me and caring so much about what people think of me and if i'm liked or if i'm not liked or if someone agrees with my actions or if they don't that it has taken me over and it's a really really great example i am a great example of the fact that you're not meant to please everyone that you can't that you can't even try because trying will kill you it will kill you it will eat you up it will chip away at you so i would definitely challenge you 
to, if you have a negative view of therapy, if you're kind of intimidated and scared by it and you don't know why people go and you've never been yourself, I would really challenge you to look up why people go to therapy, look up mock therapy sessions, research it, and really learn. Learn from people in your life if they feel comfortable sharing, like asking them like, hey, have you ever been to therapy? Has it worked for you? And even going yourself, seeing if your insurance covers how much it covers and going to some place and experiencing it for yourself experiencing what therapy is like i think that the, that could really be a really cool experience i think that i mean i think that it's so cool and i would recommend it to anyone it feels good to care about yourself enough to ask for help and i think that watching videos online is great and i watch so many videos mental health related videos on youtube and reading books are on psych and mental health they're great those those things are great and asking friends for advice it's all great but it's not the same thing as going to a professional going to an expert going to someone who has studied for so long and the reason why they studied is because they're so passionate about their job going to an actual therapist an actual mental health counselor and really diving into what are the things that you're struggling with So diving right into some of the realizations that I made today with the help of my therapist. And also, I would really suggest, you probably do this already one way or another, like, please write down what your therapist says right after you finish the session. I would recommend that because you're going to forget and like, at least in my experience, it's like, they are telling you such valuable information it's like literally gold like there's no other word to describe it but like enlightenment like that's how i feel after the session i'm like oh my god because it's this prospect of like life could be so different if i thought in different ways and the world isn't even the world it's i am being onto the world and it's this freaking crazy concept that like you create your entire world you create your thoughts and your feelings and and your emotions and then you create the world and you paint how people are and how the world is based on your own perception and like i can't get over that so i would definitely recommend write down the stuff right away that they said to you and then kind of expand like make it your own like expand and add your personal touch to their messages that they're telling you because that's important too you know not just taking what someone says and oh yeah like thinking about it working through it in your own mind and adding your own touch on it but one of the things i'm going to describe this the best way as i can because it's kind of this it's kind of hard to describe but basically i struggle a lot with loss (sighs) i've always struggled a lot with loss i don't mean death i mean people choosing not to be my life anymore so friend breakups guy breakups just someone saying bye don't want to be in your life or even me saying bye i don't want to be in your life based on something that they did the way that they treated me goodbyes were always very very hard and i really really struggled with loss to me loss always seemed like my fault and that's the way that i spin a lot of 
things that happen. It's like, it's something that I did. They don't want to be in my life anymore because it's something that I did. And so he was saying today, my therapist was saying that he said, let me find it. He said that it doesn't mean it wasn't a good thing just because something bad happened as a result. And I was talking about a particular person that I lost in my life. And I was saying, I was talking about this situation. And he said that just because you lost somebody and just because it was a bad thing you know he's like he validated you know you felt really bad and anyone would you felt betrayed and you felt rejected and you felt hurt I mean who wouldn't but you take that as like I must have done something wrong I'm I could have prevented this if if I did this and I did this and it's like no it's not that cut and dry it's like something really painful can happen you can be rejected and you can be in a lot of pain and suffering but you it's not always a you thing you and he validated like in this situation he said in my view you acted correctly you acted in a way that was good and you can't take someone's response to you as an indication of whether you acted right or whether you were being good because people's I feel like I have too much to say it's like really hard to get this out but like people's response to you is always an indication of their own freaking character people act out of their pain they act out of their own insecurities and the way that they treat you has literally nothing to do with you and so I hope that you guys are seeing this like this change that he's He's saying that just because I was in pain and, and suffering and crying and we always like to think that means something, you know? Like if, if let's just say a guy breaks up with us and we're crying or and, and just like so in pain, so much pain there. It's like that pain has to mean something. It means that we love him and it means that we really liked them and we have to, you know, it means that we just messed up if we were just, no, like sometimes pain is just pain and it sucks, but it doesn't mean that it wasn't right what we did. And I really hope this is making sense because it's really hard to like get it out because it's just so much, but basically, you can please and try to please everyone for as long as you live for the rest of your life the thing that's so bad about that though is that you give up parts of yourself when you do that and he said in this situation if i hadn't done what i had done then i would have still probably had this person today but he's like what kind of a relationship is that if i can't even be myself if I can't even be who I am, and if I have good intentions, if I'm acting in a way that I think is appropriate and I'm respecting people, if you don't wanna be in my life, then don't. But I need to be, and I owe myself to be my true self, to act in a way that I think is appropriate to act. and. 
I'm sure you've heard of this expression, you know? It's like, I would rather be all of myself and true and, and true to who I am and true to my morals and true to my values and true to my beliefs than be somebody I'm not just to have people around. And I think it's so important for us to realize that loss and losing people and even having people say, I didn't like something you did and stuff, that's dumb. They don't dictate for us what's right and wrong. And the thing is, when you're a people pleaser, when you care so much about what someone thinks of what you did or what you said, you will hang on to that need. Like, I need them to like me. I need them to validate. Like, I what I did wasn't wrong. When you hang on to that so much, you so badly want them to just like you and validate and accept you you lose touch of you you don't even know what what you is because you let that need of people what you're basically saying is someone else's feelings about me matters more than my own sanity people can think whatever they want to think of your actions and that's dumb they can think whatever they want of you and that's dumb. That's their material to hold. And honestly, if they're thinking about you this much, if they're getting so worked up over you, there's a reason too. Because in psych, I learned about this in class. I literally, this was one of my favorite things. When we learned about Carl Jung, we learned about shadow work. And basically, if you hate someone so much, if you like can't stop thinking about what someone has done and stuff like that, it tells a lot about who you are. It tells a lot about, it always traces back to you. Why do you hate this person so much? There, When there is that sizzle, it's telling a story. Basically what I mean by that is, people may be seeing them in you. And once you realize this, once you realize that the way people act, the way that they get angry at you is them not being able to deal with their own crap and they see you as them and they're like, it's like an inner conflict. And once you realize this stuff, things will matter less to you. And I really hope I'm making sense, but it's projection. When people get so angry and so worked up, they haven't dealt with their own crap because people that have dealt with their own crap they don't do things like this. They don't get so worked up over someone just being and someone expressing themselves. And so I really want to, I want you to know that that's why we can't always be happy because we need loss we need pain and we need hurt and you know why because it's not that we did anything wrong it's not that we were bad and that's why they left us it's that they didn't want us and maybe that's because of anything it could be their ego it could be their insecurities it could be we're not compatible but it's never oh we did something wrong that's why they left and I have that cognitive distortion or distorted thought that if I was, it's silly when I sit down and really say it out loud, but if I was doing the right thing, if I was always pleasing someone, you know, and, and trying to do the best thing that I could do in that moment, that 
that I wouldn't be left and that I wouldn't be rejected when really I reject myself when I say that someone else and and how they think about me matters more than what I think of myself and proving myself so desperately it's like that's why self-care is so important because it's about things that you do for yourself to yourself for yourself and it's like if I worry so much about what people think then that's taking so much energy away from my own ability to care for myself and it's it's putting their own needs and them before me and them should never come before me and others should never come before yourself and you might think that's selfish and you might be uncomfortable with putting yourself first but the other is not your responsibility the other has their own needs and they need to love onto themselves and you need to love onto yourself and once you love onto yourself then you can love onto others but you're not responsible for anyone you're not responsible for someone else you're responsible for yourself and you can add to other people's cups and you can you you can pour your water into any cup that you want but don't pour everything and that's what you do when you people please when you just care so freaking much it's like you fall apart because you're telling yourself with every time that you care about what someone else thinks and wants and wanting to please what everyone else it's like you're showing yourself that you don't care about yourself you're proving that because it's like if you cared you would respect yourself enough to not care to not put so much weight on other people's opinions like they matter if you're like me, this stuff is really hard. It's really hard to unlearn patterns that are, like literally have been ingrained in you since I don't even know how long I've cared. I think I've cared my whole life, really. And I think that just the thought, just imagining a life where I can really let go of what people think is amazing. And I think that it's a great step that I can even imagine a life like that. I think that therapy helps in that way to just make you picture a different sort of life and give you hope because if you don't believe that therapy is going to work if you don't believe that you can get better and you can heal then you're not going to because a lot of life is self-fulfilling prophecy if you don't think that you're going to get a job let's just say you're looking for a job and you don't think that you're going to get it so you don't spend effort interviewing and searching for jobs and then because you don't spend that effort you're not going to get the job and then you tell yourself that oh I'm worthless, you know, I can't, can't get any job, you know, I'm dumb. It's like, no, you are the one that says things to yourself. You either believe in yourself or you don't. Positive self-talk or I'm never going to be anything and I'm worthless. And that dictates your whole entire life. It's like this inner dialogue that controls your entire life. And you have to make that positive. You have to make that, hey, I believe in myself, you know? If someone doesn't get your drink right at Starbucks. Sorry about the noise, I live on a busy street. But if someone doesn't get your drink right at Starbucks, my first thought is always like, I don't wanna go back, you know, because they tried their best and maybe they're new and I don't want them to get offended and I don't wanna hurt them. And that's my first thought. Where some people, they would just return that drink in an instant. And it's like, it's simple things like that where it's like, oh my God, like you gotta let go of this. like. You gotta get let go of this need to like protect people and care about everyone else's feelings. It's exhausting and you're not meant to. You're not responsible for people's feelings. They're responsible for their own feelings. So if the drink is wrong at Starbucks, go back. I'm not saying be mean about it and be like, 
bitch, you made my drink wrong. You're terrible at your job. Okay, go home. No, just say, hi, um, I ordered this. Like, I get the strawberry acai, and sometimes they have strawberries in it. And I hate that when I order without strawberries. And it's, like, simple things like that just went back and being, like, hey, like, I just ordered this without strawberries. I was wondering if I could just get a new one. Um, well, I would say take out the strawberries, but not because of COVID. They can't, like, touch the cup after they've given it to you. It's a whole new world. But anyway, just, like, asking, because in doing that, you might think it's stupid because it's just a drink, you know? But it matters because it's something that I go to Starbucks, like, every day. Not, like, every day. Every day. And... It makes me really happy. And so that's my happiness in a cup. And I deserve what I'm saying by going back and ordering it again, telling them, hey, like, I didn't want the strawberries in this. What, what, what I'm saying and what my brain is writing down, it's like your brain is writing down notes for you. And what my brain is writing down is like, I care about myself enough to advocate for myself and get the right drink. And I care about myself more than the feelings of the barista, how they're going to feel. And I care about myself enough to get it right and to try and to advocate for myself. Like those are such important things because that's what it's about. It's about taking back your power and caring more about your own needs than the feelings of others. People can feel however they want to feel and it doesn't affect you if you don't let it. You'll never know the extent of what people think. You'll never be a mind reader. You can't tell what they're thinking and you wouldn't want to. It doesn't matter what people think of you. Not everyone's going to think great things and that's, that's them. That's their material to deal with. But simple things like that, speaking up for yourself. And I know for me, it's extremely hard to do that because I have this misconception that it's like bitchy and it's like advocating for yourself is like eh. and that's my own thing because I know that it's not but I think society kind of I'm a product of a society where it's like women you know if they're advocating for themselves and speaking up they're like bitches and like when men do that they're like men and powerful and that's the society that we live in and I really want to go against that grain and start speaking up in little ways and like I said like your brain takes notes of things that you do and even if you know you think that your brain's just out on vacation like no it's always writing notes for you and you need to change the script and you need to change the story for yourself
Rachel, hi Rachel, if you're listening to this, Rachel's a really good friend of mine, and it's like, I appreciate that she has similar values and morals to me, and that's a part of compatibility. It's like, when you date someone, you don't want someone that has totally opposite viewpoints and totally opposite morals than you. It's like, you're just not fitting together. I think that it's so important to fit together and be compatible, and the way that you do that is to have morals that are similar. And so I was like, I'm really sorry I feel this way. And I brought up the word judgmental. I feel like people use that word and they use it all the time. And I was like, I I feel like people may think that I'm judgmental for not really wanting to hang around people that don't care about school and that do drugs and that just, you know, have such different ideas of of life and how they want to live their life than me. And he's like, I want you to say out loud that it's okay he had me repeat this it's okay for me to want to be around moral people and he said i want you to say that three times and it was weird i was like i just said it and he's like again because you don't sound too confident and he's like sit with that like it's okay for you to want to be around people that are moral and people that have the viewpoints that you have and he's like there's a certain extent where you can be too rigid and he's like but I don't see that that is you you know like say for example I don't know like you don't have to you shouldn't have to someone shouldn't have to have the exact same viewpoints and exact same morals and do exactly what you do for you to accept and love them but it's okay for you to say like if you're sitting here and you're feeling guilty like I am for just wanting to be with people that have the same viewpoints and have have similar morals and just be experiencing life like kind of how you are you know what I you make family on this that's okay the people that are going to make you feel bad about it are just insecure and I talked about how people don't like that I don't drink it's like they feel like and this has always been they've been experiencing this forever especially in college when it's like drinking is like the point of college to some people i have never drank alcohol and i don't want to and people ask me why and they try to interrogate me like i'm on some police show and it gets annoying because it's like well why do i like the color pink and why do i like the shampoo products you know why do i like the shower products that i have because i like them like i don't why do i like the starbucks drink because i like it and not liking something is the same thing. Like, I either like something or I don't. Like, I like a certain type of food or I don't. And I don't want to drink. And I have certain reasons, but really there's just no interest. And I really get bothered that people can't accept that. And they want to, you know, say, like, the amount of times we've been like, oh, you just want one sip? Like, are you sure you don't? Are you sure you don't? It's like, that will drive me insane. Like, I literally want to get up and walk away because it's like, you're not respecting my choice. You're not respecting that I have a choice and my choice is to say no. And it's hard. It's hard to just deal with people not being okay with that. And I was like, I told him, I was like, it's really hard because people think that I'm judging them for drinking when I'm just not drinking myself. And they take that as like a threat that they're like they think that I'm judging them for not drinking because I think it's like this bad and horrible thing and he's like but that says so much about them like if someone thinks that you're judging them for not drinking it's like they're threatened by you not drinking because they're insecure about their own 
habits and that shows insecurity because if you're comfortable and confident in your decision you're not going to force them to do something just because you do it you're not going to force someone you're going to respect someone for their own beliefs and i was like wow that's really important because people can project it on you and they can be like oh she's judging me because she doesn't drink she thinks she's better than everyone else and he's like but that's just a projection you know that's them that's them not being secure and confident in their own decisions and that was just kind of a side i mean that's not something that really really bothers me but it just kind of came up and it's really important you know in friendships that you have certain boundaries that you can speak your mind and you can say no and friends that are friends will accept you and they will be by your side and be like i hear you i see you and i will allow you to be you and friends that don't let you do that and that get mad at you expressing your individuality and your uniqueness and your youthness they are the ones that have a problem with themselves and that is not your problem to take on your job is to be yourself and by be yourself i mean operate in a way that that serves you and that you need to be unique and you need to express yourself fully and truly and if somebody doesn't like that and if somebody doesn't choose to accept that then that's that's that but would you rather just be fake and be suppressing how you really feel and not be able to speak your mind like this is like a clear sign that you're in like a toxic or unhealthy relationship of, of any kind of friendship or romantic relationship it's like if you feel like you have to walk on eggshells if you feel like you can't really be yourself and say what you want to say hurting that person of course there's an extent you know you don't say certain things but you should be able to express yourself freely and truly and be able to talk and give someone advice and you know talk to someone about things that they're doing that are upsetting you and that's a relationship you should be able to feel like you can do that and so that was really funny because it's like wow you know not everything's not your fault I mean, this is double negative but not everything is not your fault some things are your responsibility but for me it's like i blame myself so much when it's like not actually me a lot of the time and releasing that weight is crazy and like of course i'm not there yet but just picturing myself like not having to blame myself and like realizing that it's not always me it's not always my problem and sometimes it's someone else's problem is like well like that feels really good to let go of that burden and i'm trying to read my other notes i also really struggle with people seeing me in a certain way and i think that is really detrimental. I care a lot about how I'm perceived and how people see me and my image. And he asked me, and this question I could not even answer. He's like, "Why does it matter? Why do you need people to think you're a good person?" And I don't know what the answer to that is. Like, I still have to workshop that answer cuz I'm like, "Why? Because people like good people and they want to be around good people and I want to be a good person. I don't even know how to answer that question. Like I feel like it's so intrinsic like of course you just want to be a good person. But realizing that I can be a certain way and I can know that Kathleen is these things 
having the confidence to be like I am these things and if someone says that I'm not like let's just say someone says that I'm really mean and cruel and I know that that is a projection of themselves that they actually feel that they are mean and cruel and they're taking it out on me because I know my core self and I know that I am not mean or cruel and I can say that and I know that I can back it up with experiences and I know that that's not my character to be that way so when someone brings you information that is not adding up to what you have it's like when someone let's just say there's a group of researchers right and someone walks up and says like oh yeah um blah 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 and they give this like hypothesis they give this like like they say something and the researchers they can use their research what they've been seeing in the lab and stuff and say no I, that doesn't actually fit the research it's like someone coming up to you and trying to define you and saying something like oh you're this and you're, that's bad that you did this and that that's that's their own opinion i mean great like i love that expression opinions are like buttholes everyone has one but is an opinion truth no not all the time an opinion can just be an opinion and you should be careful about whose opinion they take a best friend a close friend you're going to trust them and their opinion a lot more because they are close to you and they have a different sort of relationship than some distant friend or acquaintance or some stranger you know it's like someone can have an opinion about you and it's really not about you it's about how they perceive you and how someone perceives you has a lot to do with them and i know i'm repeating that again and again but i really wanted to get clear because it's like it's really revolutionary to me it really is and i wish i learned all the stuff sooner i wish that but i have to accept that this is when i'm learning this kind of stuff and this is what your 20s are all about it's never too late to learn we're still young and anyways that's a whole other thing but i think it's really interesting that all this stuff is so interesting and it's like even if someone thinks that you're the most terrible person even if they have certain views of you it's like that's not the real truth that's what's the word it's like poisoned and that's diluted or something some word with with their own thoughts and feelings and insecurities and pains like that's their character and so i think that that eases the hurt of people's words and people's actions because what someone does to you what someone says to you is again them and not you it's how they're perceiving you which is them not you and yeah so let's see do i have anything else yeah also someone can like not like you and not be okay with something you did it doesn't have to mean that you're wrong or you're bad and that's what he said he said that you can do and he validated like he's like in this situation i think that you did the right thing you did the correct thing but it ended bad because that person didn't like what you did and i was like yeah so i took that to me that i did the wrong thing i did the bad thing he said people might not always like what you do but that doesn't mean you did the wrong thing you know it's like people aren't going to like that because it's it's them it's how they're choosing to see it and some people can't accept that they're the ones in the wrong and i was like 
this is crazy to think about because it's like you can still do the right thing you can try your best you can do all that you can but you cannot change someone's opinions of you and you cannot control what someone else does and chooses to do with you and I was like wow that's crazy and I think that that's most of what I realized today and want to work more on and I think this all relates all these things relate but being more assertive and speaking up for myself really advocating for myself and communicating openly and saying like this is me and this is my opinion and this is how I feel because sometimes I often think like I feel like my role is just to sit and listen to people and I can't I just have to be this perfect little listener and be there for people and not speak my mind, not have an opinion. Like, God forbid someone get mad that of my opinion, you know, gets offensive. I can't, you know, express madness or anger without, it's like, I have this, this sort of like connection that like, if I express that, then I won't be liked and that they'll have a problem with it. But it's like, not in reality because a true friend a true any person you have a relationship with they will accept that you're not always going to be happy you're not always going to be happy with them and they have to allow you to feel how you want to feel and i've been realizing that i'm the one that puts, puts the burden on myself to care so much about what people think i'm the one that puts the burden on me and I'm, I'm the only one that's doing it, so I can be free, and it will be uncomfortable because people might not always have to, people are not going to always like what I have to say, and that's not my problem, and that's going to be hard, that's going to be a hard shift, let me tell you, but I want to do it, I want, this is my goal for, I don't know, the rest of 2020, 2021, 2022, however long it takes to just slowly, like, step by step by step, like, not care, not care, and a, a big part of that is advocating, like saying how you really feel. Because I never do that. I never say how I actually feel. And I look to people that do that with such like awe. Because it's like, oh my god, you're expressing your opinion and you don't care. Like, you're not thinking like, what are they going to think of that? And I think that in, in truth, people respect people that speak up because speak up and they're brave enough to do that and you learn a lot from people that speak up and, and advocate for themselves or others and express their real opinion because it's helpful you know when you're going through a situation you got to know the honest truth of what someone thinks and their opinion might not be the truth it's just an opinion but at least having something in the air and I want to be a person with a voice and advocate for myself even though that's hard even though that's uncomfortable it doesn't mean it's not necessary and so I talked about a lot how I like, I really like how people are assertive. And he was like, you like their assertiveness, but you don't, you don't honor where that came from. And I was like, dang. I was like, oh my God, that hit. And he said it came from getting stepped on. And I was like, wow, people that, you know, a lot of people weren't born with this ability to speak up. Like a lot of people struggle with the confidence to do that and to advocate for themselves. But it comes from getting stepped on. It, it comes from getting walked over like a doormat to finally speak up so it's like I honor that assertiveness about people but it's like I have to appreciate where that came from it came from getting stepped on that came from getting trampled 
and and that's when you learn through those experiences that like I can speak up for myself and advocate for myself nobody else will and that was really powerful I was like wow like he hits with me with this these sentences and it's like oh my god like and he has like the perfect like therapist voice too it's very it's like it's like quiet and very like so how does that make you feel like or, or just like this this one sentence and I'll just be like one sentence and it's like wow that's powerful like that hit and it just goes to show like you don't need a lot of words to express a really good point and I think another part about therapy is that it's not about someone giving you the answers it's about leading you in the direction of the answer and that's really powerful to be able to learn it on your own because it's not about someone giving something to you it's someone giving you the tools so you can get to it yourself so that's all I really want to touch on today I hope that you enjoyed this episode I know it's a little long but I hope that you enjoyed it and if you did tune back next that is all I have for today's episode I wanted to thank you all for listening to me and I hope that you took something from this episode and related to it in some way learned something And I will see you in the next one, hopefully. That is all I have for today's episode. I wanted to thank you all for joining me today. I know it was an extra long episode, but I hope that you took something from it and related to the things that I said. And I will see you in the next one.